Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello, welcome to the Liverpool Day Trippers Air Women's Show. I'm your host, Chris Brack, and today I'm joined by Liverpool striker Katie Stenjard. Katie, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm excellent, thank you. So, so for those who don't know, Katie joined us in January um, from uh, Team Norway, wasn't it, you were playing for? Is that correct? Yeah, I was most recently playing for Valeringa in Oslo. Oh. That's fine. I can't pronounce. That's why I had to say team in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, my pronunciation is not very good. Yeah, and then since you joined us, you just can't stop scoring, really, can you? Do it's going really, really well. I didn't score this past Sunday, so that's all that matters, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, well, the big we still got the win. That was the main thing. So, but how how things how, how you settling in into Liverpool and all go all going well? Yeah, um, got settled here, living uh, Liverpool Central, and absolutely love it. I get to walk around these gorgeous cathedrals and stuff every day and then like i have i think six coffee shops all within walking distance so i'm happy off the field fantastic on the field the girls have been great it's been such an easy transition uh since they're so friendly and welcoming on the field and you know uh the fact that they keep winning is kind of nice too so yeah it's, 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 it's a nice habit to get into so uh so far what would you say has been your favorite goal since you've joined liverpool uh the first one <laughs> just what because Sometimes you get stuck in the rut and you just don't get one. And then it's like, once you get the first one, it's like, okay, I can breathe. I'm here. We're good. Move on. Yeah, wasn't it? Uh, I think a lot of us celebrated that 85th minute win. We can't, can't go wrong with that, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how are we all feeling after uh, Charleston game? Because, I mean, to be fair, Charleston really worked Liverpool. And it was a very late winner by uh, Jazz Matthews. But that, that was a tough game. I mean, it was the real rate. We haven't played Charleston all season because of the... Uh, fixtures being rearranged yeah I think I mean we, going into the game we knew uh they're one of the strongest sides we'll face all season and they certainly were they put us to the test and exploited us in a couple areas that hopefully we can fix this coming weekend again but um no I think the game was really exciting I think uh there's some things we want to sharpen up on uh come this Sunday but 
it was a good test for us. And yeah, we're very lucky to have that amazing game winner. Excellent, excellent. So let's just talk about your career because I mean, you've you've played in a new, numerous countries. You know, you've obviously started out in America. You were uh, played for Bayern Munich in Germany. Uh, you've played for a few teams in Austri- Australia, and mm-hmm. we've been to Norway. So, sort of talk about the journey. Sort of what got got you into football? Because uh, I know in America it's it's a, a very much a, a college system, which is a, it's a really good way of actually getting education and getting you into professional sports? Yeah, I think uh, growing up, I was dragged along to my dad's uh, old men's league games. So they would, you know, typical Sunday league stuff, bring the case of beer and everyone's hanging out and then kids get dragged along and someone gets a babysitter mall while the old guy kick a ball around. But uh, so he was my first coach. My sister and I both played. So she was my training partner for years and um played in college at Wake Forest, North Carolina. And then once I graduated, I was like, I need to get in a new environment. I wanted to challenge myself. So I went straight over to Bayern, played there for a little bit, and then came back to the U.S. And the U.S. system is interesting. You really have no say whether you want to stay or go. The club has uh, full reign. So I was traded several times in the off-seasons, uh, once during a season and you basically just like pack up your stuff and move. So I have been to several different clubs. I've gotten to play with a lot of different players. Um, and then every off season since in the U S they have about a three to four months off season, I'd go to Australia and play in their, uh, W league. So it was really good. Um, got to see the world, get to, you know, meet all kinds of new people, but, have been to many different clubs. And so it's nice. I signed my longest contract here and it's nice to have a home. And when we go away for, you know, the off season, I get to know that I'm coming back here next season. Mm-hmm. I know that where I'm going to be, I don't need to like pack up all my stuff and just be ready to move to the next place. So uh, it's been a whirlwind, um, but I've been lucky enough to play in a lot of different places. Yeah. Cause in America it's a, it's a draft system, isn't it? Which probably what, uh, probably where people are like NFL fans would associate that more with because is that part of the reason you, you decided to go to uh, Bayern to avoid the draft system a little bit just to get you a bit more settled and uh, get a couple of years in the same club? Yeah, my uh, senior year at Wake didn't really pan out as well. I got blood clots and so I ended up having to miss the second half of my senior season um, and so I didn't feel like I did enough really. Um, I didn't know how I would do in the draft so I also knew that like I needed to take the chance and get into a different system, try to find a, a team that wasn't just, you know, the typical college draft NWSL system in the U.S. Um, I really wanted to challenge myself and learn from another culture. And like we I feel like in the U.S. only know the U.S. And so it was nice to have an opportunity to present itself to go and play in a whole different arena. Um and learn that there's so many other leagues out there. So, yeah, I decided to pursue uh, Germany and go over there and challenge myself there because I knew I could eventually come back to the U.S., and I would, but um, I thought, you know, this was the time and the opportunity was there. Cool. In terms of sort of playing styles, uh, is is it vastly different, say, Germany, Australia to America? Because I think Kerry Holland, when I spoke about, said it's very bit more athletic the american style uh, of football so it's, it's possible i don't know it's slightly different in europe we're a little bit more technical but not as a, not as athletic and as dominant 
Um, is that a fair comment? Or is, obviously different players have different experiences depending which leagues they're in. I think it also, it, it's different because in the US now, when you have all these internationals, like everyone has their own type of playing style. And I think maybe 20 years ago, yeah, I think the US were known to be this like, not just athletic, but like mentally they knew they were going to be the most fit team no matter what that was the one thing they could control so they you know relied on that uh, fitness level um uh, whereas now i feel like we know that can't just like carry us the whole way so i think there's so many girls in the u.s who are very technical very crafty you know tactically intelligent and i do think over here it's a lot uh slower pace in order to actually facilitate a lot more of a technical bit or a tactical bit sorry mm-hmm. um but no, I think it's very similar um, playing styles, players in general, because it's hard to generalize like, oh, yeah, yeah. American plays like this. Um, so I have noticed like, yeah, little things. Um, I think the only real difference I can point out is the fields. I think over here, they're a lot softer. Uh, so you have to wear studs, whereas in the U.S., most are hard surfaces and so no one even knows what a stud is. Like everyone wears mm. mold and it's just like much more common. Um so maybe that changes the way people play, but no, I honestly feel like there's so much growth in all the different areas that a lot of players are very technical, very fit, and very tactically oriented. Awesome, awesome. So how did the uh, the move for Liverpool come about then? Um, was it quite a whirlwind transfer, or was it? Did you think were you sort of aware of it for a little while? Um, I mean, I. Had, always wanted to come over and play in the UK, but it was very tough to get a visa. Uh, you need to qualify with a certain number of points. And in order to get points, you need to play Champions League. You need to play a certain number of minutes for your club. But then it used to only be like you had to have so many caps for your national team. And with the U.S. being so big, I really like I don't have any caps with my national team. Uh, so I never thought it was going to be a possibility. So then when Matt randomly like had reached out about oh you know they changed the visa process and I was like wait I wonder if I would qualify because you know in Norway we play Champions League so Mm. it was still up in the air I had no idea if we'd actually get approved or not and we went through a long visa process and then had to get my points and everything approved for months uh but when it finally went through I was like okay here we go the opportunity is finally here Cool, cool. I mean, listen, you've I mean, you've settled them brilliant for us, and it, it helps because it, it it also takes some pressure off um, Leanne Kiernan, you know, who had a brilliant start to the season. I mean, she still played very well now, like, but it is nice the fact that there is a bit of pressure taken off taken off now. It gives us all different options as well, and hopefully, all going well, we're going to have the challenge of the uh, WSL next year. That's the um, the big hope for Liverpool, and you know, we're not too far away now. Fingers fingers crossed. So, just to get get to know you a bit better, people who, people who don't. No, Katie, you need to follow her on Twitter because she's hilarious on Twitter. Her Twitter game is really funny. Um, um I quite I quite enjoy it. It does make me it does make me smile. But it's good to see that kind of personality, you know, a bit bit more fun about it. I mean, I have seen on Liverpool TV your biggest bugbear is having to rebuy an appliance every time you move. And I mean to be fair, you've had a few few moves now. So are, are you all sorted now or is there still are you still ram raiding B and M and Primark? Oh, I go there just for fun now, but I don't really use it at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I can just like spend hours. I finally found a really big one. Uh, there was a B&M and a Home Bargains, yep. and they were massive. It's like the first time I've actually seen one that's like American-sized. 
so I feel like I walk around, I walked around for like 20 minutes and did my like evening stroll in the store and I had no problem with it. It was great. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, the most annoying thing about traveling is having to pack two suitcases and that's all you really get to bring. Um, so having to rebuy the vacuum is infuriating because I want a good one because I'm a clean freak and I clean my floors at least every other day, but I don't want to spend a lot of money on it because I have to do it so often. So <laughs> that's always a tough one. And hangers to hang my clothes. Ugh, I don't know how I don't bring that many items, but somehow I've accumulated so many shirts that I'm just like, all right, time to go back to Primark. <laughs> so you know your favorite shop. I love that place. It's great. <laughs> Cool. So getting to know, obviously, you've got to know your teammates pretty well now since we and Jan. We ask all the players this. So who would you say is the biggest joker that you've got You've got in the team? Uh, probably Ash. Ash Hodson. Her, her uh, name is come up quite regularly. Yeah. I think she's just like so goofy. I can't, I don't think we've ever had like a real serious conversation because it's always just like, what are you doing? You're so goofy. But she's a clown. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, who who would you say is the most skillful? As I know, it's always a debate. Ooh, skillful. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Maybe Mel Lolly. She's a very crafty dribbler. Yeah, I must admit, I think uh, of the four players I've, I've been looking up to interview, that that is the one name that keeps cropping up all the time. Is is Mel? I mean, she's hopefully we'll get to interview her at, so, at some point. But yeah, she's uh, she just likes to glide past players. Mm-hmm. So for people who haven't seen you play which you know we're hoping you know we're going to get more people to come and see you play because we've got a game on Sunday against Charlton how would stylistically how would you describe yourself what type of striker would you describe yourself as just to, to uh, I think I'm idea. really good back to goal love being the ball on my feet um love being on a turn I think I'm a efficient finisher um and just love to get on the ball and combine and I like more of a possession oriented game um and just like to link up with players and actually keep the ball and get it moving and um would love to like you know find myself in all the right pockets and right spaces to make sure i can finish <laughs> cool uh we, for those who didn't see um you did get a, a hard introduction to in- english football with um crystal palace where i believe okay. um the goalkeeper decided to let her shoulder see see you see your face which was some wacky talk of her, to be fair. Uh, all, all better now, I'm assuming everything okay, but that was a nice introduction to welcome to the championship, wasn't it? Yeah, this uh, league is a lot more physical. Um, <laughs> in like almost like a I don't care, I'm going to go through you type of way. And I had no business going for that header, but I was like, oh, this is where I'm going to score. It's going to happen. And the next thing I know, I didn't score, didn't touch the ball. Instead, I just got full face right to the cheek. So that was nice. Yeah. So go back to the the season. Um we've had we've played two games against we've had a few games against w, WSL sides. We played Tottenham in the Conte Cup and we recently uh were eliminated from the FA Cup with Arsenal. Um from a team's perspective, while the result wasn't what we wanted, has that given us an idea of what we want to tweak, where we want to go? Because there were times in that Arsenal game uh, on the break, we were causing them their trouble. They were just on the day very, very clinical, which I means Arsenal are top of the WSL. So, you know, it, it was always going to be a tough tie. But has that sort of inspired the players for what, what we're going to hopefully be next season? Yeah. I mean, I think that game presented a, a chance for us to prove ourselves against one of the best teams in the world, not just the WSL. Um, and yeah, they had a few worldies. But I think there were times when we actually put them under pressure and we mm. proved that, you know, 
yeah, we can play with them and we should. And I think on the day we had nothing to lose, but you know, ideally next year, those would be teams that we compete with, you know, week in and week out. And I think we have the core group and we can do that. And I think now it's just a matter of like continuing to build that confidence and build that, you know, just quicker playing style. Cool. Cool. And with now restrictions being lifted in the UK, um, it is good now that uh, fans are now actually able to meet up with players after games now, start to do selfies and all that. Is that a big thing that the players have been looking forward to? Because uh, it was obviously pre-COVID a, a big feature. Yeah, I mean, I think COVID just made the whole world kind of be weird. You mm. didn't want to be near anybody. And so anytime I'd like walk in anywhere, I was like, okay, you're getting a little too close. I don't want to breathe your air. But now it's like, oh, we can actually talk to the fans and we can interact and it's not just, oh, thanks for coming to watch and wave to you from afar. So it's a lot nicer to have that kind of, you know, relationship and get to interact with the fans more um, as long as everyone's healthy. Yeah, good, good, good. So fingers crossed, promotion promotion we're hoping is is, going to go well. So for people who are going to come down on Sunday, you know, what should they expect from Charleston? Because we beat them 1-0 last weekend but um they really work us don't they and then i think after charlton it's a durham who are uh, normally a, a very very tricky side to play yeah i mean we have a few really big games coming up and i think if we want to earn promotion we need to you know cash in against these strong opponents it's not going to be just like a given to us so mm-hmm. i think um you'll see a fight this Sunday. They're very scrappy and they're also very like, you know, they like to combine. They like to create chances and they were dangerous and they definitely got in behind us a few times. And I think um, we're looking to come out and be a very organized, hard to break down team and then, you know, create our own chances. And hopefully we can actually play against a team that comes at us and doesn't just sit in and it'll be an exciting game of soccer where football, sorry, where it goes back and forth. (laughs) So I think it'll be a very exciting game. I think uh, like both teams have a lot to prove and a lot to play for. So um, I think it'll be a big one. Good, good. And we've seen this season uh, the benefit of the squad because uh, at the moment we've got uh, Leanne Robes, uh, sadly, is out injured at the moment, but Jazz Matthews has stepped back in from injury and stepped up. And the good news is, I believe, is Rihanna Dean back in training, mm-hmm. which, is nice to, which is nice to see because, unfortunately, we haven't seen Enough of Rihanna, I thought she's just been very unlucky with a, a foot injury. So, final question for you. Obviously, you've been in the UK for a little while now. Um, is there any sort of um, UK slang that you still find odd or any sort of UK delicacies that you're going, I don't know what that is? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, basically, anytime Matt talks, I have no clue what he's saying. He just talks <laughs> and it's like, what do you say? Something about like a Gregory and somehow that meant in someone's neck. And I'm, I just sit there and I'm like, surely he's making this up, but everyone understands it. So clearly there's some kind of like weird little slang dictionary everyone else learns here. And I just am not there. Um, let's see. I still haven't had like scouse or like a proper like Sunday roast. I've heard that's okay. a big thing. I uh, recently got on the beans and toast thing. And I used to think that's very weird, <laughs> but like actually it kind of grew on me and like, it doesn't quite replace avo toast with a little poached egg, but like, you know, I can work with it. Um, and then recently tried some like weird Irish, the whole bangers and mash thing just really confuses me. And like the little pea mush thing that is oh, not, peas. yeah, yeah, that, that's just, <laughs> no. it doesn't sound appetizing. Mushy, anything, just 
but it's a delicacy, I guess. And I swore it was guacamole, so I was excited. And then it, no, it wasn't. Oh yeah, the the, the very different. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to get we'll have to get the club to sort you out some scouts though, because you know yeah. that's a staple diet. You've got to try that at least once. Yeah, at least once. Good, good, good. Right, listen, Katie, it, thank you very much for your time. It is much appreciated. So listen, um, for anybody who's watching, please like, please subscribe. And if you can, if you are available on Sunday, please come and uh, watch uh, Liverpool Women do the race for promotion against Charleston. It uh, is 2 o'clock kickoff. Uh, mm-hmm. Tickets are still available. Just book them online uh, and have some fun. And until then, though, guys, Katie, thank you very much for joining us. And, guys, we will speak to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.